Hi guys, and welcome to the Spring and Equestrian podcast. My name's Jess. I'm a professional rider and trainer in Ontario, Canada, and I hope you're having a great day. I'm excited to bring you guys season three. Don't forget to subscribe and comment as it helps people like you find the podcast. But without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. So this episode is brought to you by my cozy collection. It's available on the Spring Neck website if you haven't already had a chance to check it out. I just recently launched an apparel line for equestrians. I'm super excited about it and I wanted to just thank those of you who have supported me and been part of this launch. These are available for a limited time only so go ahead to the website and have a look. Thank you guys and I hope you enjoy this episode. and welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you're having an awesome day today. I had lots of ideas come to me um, through Instagram where you guys shared with me some podcast topics you were interested in me discussing. So I am going to uh, put out quite a few of those. I'll try to answer all your questions. If I don't, I will try to send kind of answers or voice notes to you on Instagram if you were one of the people who um, submitted a concept for the podcast. But that being said, today I'm going to just quickly discuss with you something that, of course, I'm going through personally right now, and that is um, groundwork with your horse or having a horse that has manners on the ground, dealing with a horse that is young, um, that kind of thing. We have a lot of that in our own bubble in the spring end team, but also um, I just recently got a two-year-old turning three-year-old um, that is, was barely halter broke when I brought her home. So this is something that I'm dealing with. And of course I have the youngsters at home um, dealing with foals and that kind of thing. So I think this is very near and dear to my heart and I'm learning as I go, but um, you know, it's, it's taken me time to realize the, the way that the horse respects you on the ground is always translated into the saddle in one way or another. And I think this can be missed um, when you're in a busy riding school, when you're young and taking lessons and you don't learn about positioning with your horse or, you know, how to have a good relationship with your horse on the ground. Um, So I just thought I'd share with you guys some tips and tricks that I have learned along the way. And uh, hopefully it helps you with your horse. And if you have a horse that is just an absolute doll on the ground all the time, then make sure you consider yourself lucky because a lot of the times they just can be a little bit uh, pushy or they might not really see you when they're moving around or they don't necessarily respect your personal space. So they're just horses. um, And, you know, we have to take responsibility for the way that they act when we are around them on the ground. They're so big and accidents can happen. So that's super important. But also then when you go to ride your horse, Um, If they are able to show you respect on the ground, they definitely translate that to when you are on their back. So um, the first thing I'm going to talk about is positioning. And this is referencing where you actually are um, a lot of the times when you're dealing with your horse on the ground. So um, for instance, when I have a youngster that just can't stand still, um, it's really important to make sure that you're keeping yourself in a safe place. And you're not putting yourself in a compromising position around that horse if they are just constantly moving. Um, And I like to try to keep things clear with my young horses that I'm working with that if I'm, you know, on their left side and I'm facing forward or I'm on the right side and I'm facing forward like they are, that we're in a position to actually, you know, be moving. If I'm 
standing on one side or the other or in front of them and I'm facing them, then that is a non-moving position. Or potentially if I'm pressing my, you know, personal bubble towards them, that is a cue for them to back up. So I like to just have that in my back pocket always on all horses because I think it's really important to be clear. Um, I see a lot of people, you know, that will try to back up their horse while facing forward and cluck at them. And this can be a little bit confusing for your horse uh, when you're facing forward and you are clucking at them, but then you're trying to get them to back up, just as an example. So I like to really lay, lay it down so that you guys can kind of, if you want to emulate this, it's really easy. Just making sure that if you're facing your horse, that they're not walking towards you, that you stop them, that you correct them. Um, if you want them to back up, that you're asking in a way that pushes your space towards them and that they're actually moving out and away from your space. Um, and if you're facing forward, that you understand you're in a position of movement and you're not going to get your horse in trouble for walking if you look like you are also wanting to walk too, that kind of thing. And I use um, verbal cues. You can the, the great thing about this is that you can make it whatever you want um, when you're working on training your horse on the ground. You can pick the cues that you want to use. You can pick what you want to say. You want to make sounds, whatever. But the key to this is consistency. You definitely don't want to be clucking at your horse and asking them to, you know, trot alongside you or jog in a class and then clucking at them to back up in hand. Um, you don't want to be saying like, you know, and getting them to stop. Um, and then doing that when you're trying to get them to walk. So whatever it is that you're using as a verbal cue, like saying the word back, come, stand, whatever it is, um, just to make sure that it's very consistent and you're very clear that you're only using one verbal cue for one thing that you're asking and you're not going to be confusing your horse. Um, and like I mentioned, repeating this and being very consistent with it, you, you'll be really surprised that how quickly your horse can pick it up if you make sense. <laughs> um, and that's one of the things that I think that we can miss as riders um, is just being very clear to your horse about what's expected of them when you are positioned a certain way and when you give them a certain cue. Um, so then, of course, integrating this into your entire relationship with your horse is what's going to make it stick. So for instance, um, stopping before you come through an opening. So making sure that your horse doesn't blast out of their stall when you take them out of their stall and actually stopping them without a barrier, just you, and then asking them to walk again and making sure they're paying attention to your cues. You're leaving through a door, you're coming to, into the arena, stopping them, making them back up making them walk through, making them stand. All of those things should just really, they're so easy and it takes no more time, but letting your horse run through or run you over or, you know, back up when you're not asking that kind of thing doesn't help solidify your groundwork. So doing those little things, like again, an, another great example, it's not ever, you know, it, you can't get mad at your horse if yesterday, you let them run when you got on them. They took off, off from the block. They took a couple trot steps and then you pulled them up and got your stirrups and you walked around. You adjusted your stirrups walking around. And then the next day you expect them to stand at the block. You get on, they run, you punish them. You ask them to stand to do, you know, to fix your stirrups or whatever it is you might do. And they don't want to stand still, that kind of thing. So being very 
consistent. I want you to stand. No matter how much time it takes, I'm going to stay committed to being clear. And then you'll be really easily rewarded the next couple of days when all of a sudden your horse realizes that it's just easier to respect your boundaries as someone on the ground and as a rider. And it also just creates a way better relationship because you're building your horse's confidence in knowing that they actually understand what you're asking of them. Um, and a good way to test how, you know, in tune your horse is to you and your personal bubble is when you're just walking them around and you're spending time with them. Like I mentioned, if you walk faster, are they going to walk faster? If you slow down, are they going to slow down? If you stop and turn around, are they going to stop? If you ask them to do something, a maneuver on the ground, is it going to be a challenge because they're not listening and their head is way over there? Or are they actually really paying attention to you? And if you have a horse that is really distracted and not focused on you, how can you integrate those small steps into your day-to-day with that horse so that eventually they start understanding what's expected of them? Um, And then you guys can build a better relationship together. The last thing I will comment about is uh, treats. (laughs) So everybody has different opinions about this. And of course, we all want to give our horses treats. Um, You know, they do so much for us. It's really nice to have that relationship and be the treat bearer. Of course, horses are very food motivated, a lot of them. So you want your horse to like you. You give it treats. You want to love on it. You give it treats. You want to reward it. You give it treats, that kind of thing. Um, But this can be overdone very easily. This can also send the wrong signals. Um, And I've seen it time and time again where a horse will be very mouthy in terms of just walking around its head, you know, tacking it up, that kind of thing on the ground. And there'll be someone there to give it treats, to keep it to stand still or to give it treats just because it is being nosy and it's nudging you and poking at your pockets and that kind of thing. And it's really important as a rider that you pay attention to that kind of reinforcing that you're doing and make sure you're not reinforcing those bad behaviors. Because at the end of the day, um, those bad behaviors can turn into worse behaviors. And if you're continually rewarding your horse with treats or reinforcing those, um, it can easily get out of hand. And you might have a really pushy horse, a really nippy horse, a horse that doesn't understand what's expected of it. Usually that's the case, right? You have a horse that is allowed to do something and then not allowed and they're confused. So with treats, I would just exercise caution and I would, I save the treats for the very end of my ride or end of my session or end of my day, even for the horses, because it just is a nice thing. You've done your work. You were good. You're not being pushy here. I'm going to come and approach you. And if you're respectful, you can have this treat kind of thing opposed to integrating it because it can get very confusing for your horse, Um, depending on the horse. We have a lot of pushy horses. And so it's important that they get, you know, rewarded for their good behavior at the end. And they're not focused on food. They're actually focused on me a little bit earlier on in, in the day or the ride or whatever it is. And then after everything's done, they can definitely have that reward. So I hope those things help you guys with your young horses, your new horses, your pushy horses, whatever it might be. Um, There's definitely wonderful resources on this kind of thing um, that have not always been available, especially when I was growing up. So you can look it up. um, And there's so many videos, I think, on YouTube. And there's also trainers that really specifically work on this type of groundwork stuff and even some natural horsemanship stuff. So 
um, have at it and make sure that you guys have a good, successful relationship with your horse on the ground. And I will talk to you next week with one of these other topics. Thank you guys so much for listening and have a great day.